You might have heard this scripture read in memorial service of a loved one. So often, this is a scripture that gives comfort and hope for people. Um, will you be willing to open your heart and your mind to hear this afresh this morning? If you can see this far, say amen. Let us read together. Do not let our heart be in trouble. Believe God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know the way you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you will know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip? And you still do not know me? Whoever have seen me have seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The word that I say to you, I do not speak on my own. But the Father who is dwelling in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I was asking Mickey about the idea. Uh, I do not remember I do not remember a time that I was on my daddy's shoulder, but I remember times when my children, every single one of them, have been on my shoulder. I remember not too long ago, uh, my seven-year-old here, she's too big now, I cannot do it, I'm old. Uh, but see, uh, we, we went to um, Jazz Fest in, in New Orleans, and it was after worship we I remember that day, it was sunny, it was, it was great. And I remember having hair on my shoulder and walking. And then she would say, look, look over there, look over there. And I, I can't see, there are thousands of seas of people. And she, she can see way up there. And she can point it out for me, all those things. And because I wanted to entertain the thought that I can see this as well, I mean, I was just lying the whole time. They were like, oh, yeah, that and this and that. And she realized that I cannot see. 
the idea that this is the way. Uh, you fill in the gap. Where is the way? Uh, but here, here we peek into a conversation between Jesus and his disciple. We're going before the crucifixion. This has been a preparation that Jesus has had with his disciples. He, he has prepared them for a time that he will be away from them. Now imagine yourself, this is a preparation that you have done with your children. And you are helping your children prepare their own children, your grandchildren. That there will be a time they will be separated. And the whole work, the whole work that we have to do, we have to convince them to believe that they will be okay, isn't it? They will be okay without you and me. And it's a hard, hard work. Try to convince them to believe that, that they will be okay. I remember being on both sides of this, of this reality. I remember standing around with loved one when their loved one is on the final hours of life. There have been time I say to family, I say, you can tell them thank you. You can say whatever it is that you think you need to say. Matter of fact, you, if you so believe that they have done everything that they want to do in their role as a parents or aunt or uncle or grandparents, if you so believe that they have done all of that, then you can thank them and say you'll be okay. And you cannot believe how difficult it is for family members to say such word. One is you cannot, you cannot just easily just let go of somebody that you love. That is the biggest human need. It seems uncaring, unloving. It seems like, you know, it's, it's not that easy just to let go. But the other side of it, you're not quite sure. Family members are not quite sure if they will be okay because they have been a close relationship. If those relationships were healthy enough, it has been that close and it's difficult to let go. And here's Jesus. Every single one of his disciples, every single one of his disciples believe him. They believe him so much that they left behind all their profession. Just think about this. Somebody who wears sandals just walk by your main office and ask you, follow me. And then you left behind your business that you have sweat, you have fought for, you have created, and you have hired people, and you have, you have done everything. You have watched the books. You have made sure that balance everything. You make sure that going out and coming in is in the right place. You make sure that that business have a future. They provide for you. They protect you. They give to the next generation. And, and then somebody on the sandals just walk by and ask you to follow, and you just say, thank you, I'm out. And then you're out for just an invitation. Just consider that for a moment. Because every single one of these people have the same question that you and I have. Is this worth my life, ultimately? And the reason that I'm reminding you that because every single one of his disciples get killed on the way. Not in a pleasant way. Some of them got killed, hung upside down because they don't believe. 
Peter just simply believed that he's not worthy to hang the same way that Jesus got killed. Somebody, somebody, one of these disciples got burned. One of these disciples got stoned to death. I mean, every single one of these people, at some point in time, they asked the profound question that you and I ask, is this worth my life? And just imagine yourself, you are the leader of these teams, and then now you're looking at them and say, I'm about to leave now. After, I, I mean, I, I, I can imagine these guys looking at one another was like, is this it? I mean, I gave up my whole family. I gave up my way of life. I gave up everything that I've studied and lived for. I, I gave up all my status. Just, is, is this it? That he say, I'm, I'm about to leave. But now, follow this. He say, I am going to prepare a home for you. I'm going to prepare a home, not just a house, not just a shack, not just a, under a tree somewhere. I'm, I'm going to prepare a home for you. Do you understand what a home is? A home is more than a house. You can have a house, you can have an apartment, but a home is different. It's a place where you are important. It's a place where you have a name. It's a place where somebody wait for you until you get home. It's a place where you are taught, you are disciplined, and you receive it because it's come in a form of love and care for your future. He said, I'm going to prepare a home for you. I mean, I don't know how, how much that meant to you, but having a home, it's an incredible, incredible thing. Have you ever been displaced for a season? Nobody of your own choosing. Have you ever had water just run all over your house because it just happened, that's, that's things, and you have been put out by natural things? Longing to go home, it's, it's painful. Working so hard to get home, it's hard work. Every single one of us, at some point in time, when you, are, when you were in college, you ask, well, where do you live? You tell them the dorm where you live. It's not your home. Or when you are, you know, follow your profession, you, you ask, you know, where do you live? You, you tell them your address. But it's not, you, you hardly say, that's my home. Every single one of us, there's always a home. It's a place where you go back and you... You feel so safe. Now, believe me, I do understand there are some of us never really have a home. And you might be watching and you're saying to yourself, it must be nice to have a home. Yes, it is. And I'm sorry if you grew up and you feel like you got thrown away because your mom and dad didn't have the ability to be a parents to you. 
and you bounce from house to house and from house to house and you never really have a home. Will you be willing to hear that there is a wonderful, amazing experience of having a home? That's not the means that you never get disciplined or punished. My home, I mean, my mom left now and passed, and my dad passed as well. But I remember, I remember my mom saying to me, I was, I was on my 20s. I think, I think I was 21. My mom said, I don't care how old you're going to get. When I need to whip you, I will whip you. And I believe that woman. And trust me, there are some days in my life I say, I wish mom is here to give me a whipping today. Because I deserve it. I need it. I need her to screw my head back together. I need her to sweep up my ego and my pride and put it to the side. I need her to remind me that I don't know Jack. And listen, listen. When Jesus said, I'll go to prepare a home, he did not say, I'll meet you there. That's how incredibly important you and I are. He said, I will come back and I will take you with me. I will take you with me. You're not just driving up there. You're not going to take the train. You're not going to fly up there by yourself. I will come back and I will take you home. Do you remember the first time you considered taking that guy to your house when you were dating him? Do you remember the anxiety? Do you remember, guys, when, when, when she said, would you like to go with me? You know, that, that cold sweat, they come over you because you weren't quite sure how many, um, how many little things that is in the barrel waiting for you. I mean, it's taking you to the home. I, you know, I have no clue because I didn't grow up in that culture. I mean, the island's so small, you see home every day. And there's no secret. If there's an inkling, you might have a thought about somebody, the whole village know it. And so you better walk straight in the middle of the road because we all know. And Jesus say, I'm going to prepare a home. A home, not just a house. I'm going to prepare a home and I will come back and I, I myself will take you there. How incredibly important you are. Don't you feel so special that somebody is coming back for you? It's coming back for you. Why? Because you are that incredibly important. You have value. You are somebody that he will come and take you there. And here's, here's Jesus was talking to his disciples and he was telling them, I'm going to prepare a home, then I'll come back and I'll take you with me. And so, so you don't have to wonder where I'm going, what I'm going to do. You're going to be with me. Because all these times we've been doing ministry together. You're still wondering, what, what am I doing? Who am I talking to? Who, who, why, why do I just go and pray by myself? You wonder all of this. Our next home, you're going to know everything. And you don't have to wonder. Because where I am, you will be also. If you think you're tired right now, running after your agenda, 
Well, Jesus is. You will be also. You're not going to whine about how much you have to do. Because you're going to be doing a lot. And he will be with you every single step of the way. I mentioned in here that there's a part of this, this conversation between Jesus and his disciple. Uh, there's a statement that Jesus said because he was asked where he's going. There's always one in a bunch. Nope, we don't know where you're going. And Jesus said, I am. I, so because we don't know, how are we going to know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And oftentimes you hear this as this very journey and this relationship is very exclusive. I'll propose a different alternative thinking about this. Jesus is trying to teach his disciples of how they relate to their God. It's very particular the way that they relate to their God. And in that sense, and in that sense, anybody can be that way. Every super athlete there's always some younger one who inspired to be like that. Not too long ago, not too long ago. I mean, be like Jordan was something to so many kids. I mean, it's no wonder. I mean, when, when, I, was, when, when I moved from here to New Orleans, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize how fast I'd become a New Orleans Saints fan. And the people over there asked me, where did you come from? I said, I came from Shreveport in Bossier. They say, all of those people are Cowboy fans, and they are traitors. <laughs> I was like, come on, chill out. Simmer down, people. But that's because there's always something that everybody inspired to be a part of. And in this particular sense, when Jesus said to his disciple, I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus simply saying, my relationship with you is very specific. It's have a particular way of living. This is the way. The first follower of Jesus, the, the first group, they were known at some point in time, they were known as the people of the way. Because the way that they think, the way that they live, the way that they allocate their time and resources were very different. And by doing so, people know that they are the people. You know what is fascinating about this? Because I've seen some of you who live in such a way. What, what makes you get up in the morning? And then decided, hey, uh, today, here's the agenda. We're going to go down here, get a couple dozen donuts. I'm going to walk down to the bus station. And I'm going to do what I'm able to do sometimes. I want to just hand it out to people. And then I'll just open myself to be touched and be guided by the Holy Spirit, whatever the Holy Spirit please. Can you understand how terrifying that is in this day and age? That's the people of the way. That's how they do it. And somebody just texted me yesterday and said, how can you, how dare can you ask those old people to go and, and work so hard in the sun? And I was like, I need help, but there's no one else. These are the only folks that I got, and I named them. There's a retired sheriff, there's a judge, 
There's a retired business owners, and they are all in their 80s. I lie. I just want them to feel bad. But it was like, how dare can you take these old people and work them in the sun? And I was like, test the people the way. That's what they do. They give because they know it's not about them. It's about others. It's about those that yet to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the people of the way. I remember receiving notes from the worship service last week, watching these little kids, our children, our students, not little kids, they, 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 they know too much. And how amazing they were doing, they leading worship, and I was like, that's what the people of the way do. They make space for all different kind of gifts and talent to exercise and build their way. And if there is a place where they can make mistakes, this is the place. We're going to love them anyway. Because that is how the people of the way do things. Amen? Amen. Now, as we go into this coming week, the question will become this. How are the people in the community, in this parish, and parishes all around, know the way? They can only know by the way that we live the way, the way that we talk the way, the way that we share the way. Could we dare to make a home in our minds, in our hearts for everybody, and then take them on a journey with us, with our conversation, with our willingness to help? I'm sure we good, and I know you will do that. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. So God, we thank you for the opportunity for us just to receive Take us into this coming week as we share, as we live our gift. May we honor you. Thank you for preparing a place that we can call home, that we can be welcome and be comfortable and be safe. We know that there are tasks for us to do at home. Thank you for preparing us to do such. Be with us now as we go into this coming week. It is in your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Somebody say amen.